can listen to The Front on your smart speaker every morning. To hear the latest episode, just say, play the news from The Australian. From The Australian, here's what's on The Front. I'm Claire Harvey. It's Tuesday, December 5. Australians keen to get a foot on the property ladder are committing to the biggest mortgages in our history. And repayments are as much as 65% higher than before the pandemic. But Treasurer Jim Chalmers says don't get your hopes up for a cost of living relief package in next week's mid-year mini-budget. Get on board with nuclear energy if you want to achieve net zero. That's the push from senior Labor and union figures who want the Albanese government to lift the ban on nuclear energy. They say it'll keep workers employed and help Canberra hit its ambitious climate targets. Did senior politicians conspire to cover up a rape? That was a central allegation in a 2021 interview Brittany Higgins gave to Network 10, which painted Parliament as the safest place in Australia to rape a woman. Bruce Lehrman says he was identified as the alleged rapist in an untrue story that destroyed his life. In today's episode, Lehrman's lawyer mounts a bold bid to introduce evidence he hopes will undermine Brittany Higgins' claim of a political cover-up. Before we start, there's adult language and some distressing concepts in this story. It's been described as the most publicised rape case in Australian history. Brittany Higgins. Bruce Lehrman. Brittany Higgins. Bruce Lehrman. And it could soon be the country's most publicised defamation trial. Brittany Higgins has taken the stand this morning. Struggling to talk through tears as she remembered waking up on her boss's couch to Lehrman allegedly raping her. She is a witness for Network 10 in its defence against Lehrman's legal action, claiming he was defamed by Higgins' interview with The Project. And that interview is now at the centre of this defamation battle. Lisa Wilkinson will argue there is truth to the report. It's the case that has fascinated Australia for years, and this week both sides have a mountain to climb in Bruce Lehrman's defamation action against Network 10 and journalist Lisa Wilkinson. It centres on an episode of The Project, aired in February 2021, in which Brittany Higgins, a former Liberal staffer, alleged she'd been raped at 23, just three weeks into her dream job as a ministerial advisor. She accused a more senior staffer in the same office of raping her, and the report detailed his work history. So, even though Bruce Lehrman wasn't named, he says he was clearly identified. Brittany Higgins also accused the government, at the highest levels, of trying to cover up the alleged rape. Why did you decide not to pursue the case with the AFP at that point? Because we were already coming up against so many blockades and I realised my job was on the line. Lehrman, who says he never had any sexual contact with Higgins, says the story destroyed his life. I think it's unfortunate that some people in the media consider themselves judge, jury and executioner. I accept there's going to be 50% of the country, probably more, that think I'm a rapist. Okay, but how about having a bit of an open mind and a bit of pragmatism about how you approach an issue? You know, there's, there's two sides to every story. It's been a while since a court case captivated Australians like this. 
I left court on Friday, went out to dinner with a few friends and we spoke about it for three or four hours. Ellie Dudley is the Australian's legal affairs correspondent. She's been covering the proceedings in court. It's insane how much it has infiltrated discourse, particularly because this is the second time that this issue has gone through the courts, obviously in different proceedings. So it feels like the Australian public are well up to date or at least have a pretty large understanding of what has gone on in these court proceedings. And because people are aware of what's going on and because it's such an interesting case of he said, she said, people are desperate to know what happened. This morning in the Federal Court of Australia, sitting in Sydney, Counsel for Lehrman, Barrister Stephen Wybrow, SC, will complete his cross-examination of Higgins. Wybrow is tough. He acted for Lehrman in the criminal proceedings in the ACT last year. That's where the trial went all the way through, the jury went out to deliberate, and then the whole thing was aborted because one of the jurors got caught bringing research material into the jury room. Jurors are supposed to only consider the evidence they've heard in court, when making a decision. These proceedings are civil, which is why we can talk about the case so frankly. In jury trials, journalists like us can't pass comment or refer to the participants' legal history because of that need to keep the jury focused on the evidence in court. Elliot, this is all about how a big media organisation goes about what it says is public interest journalism and its conduct is being scrutinised. But that same scrutiny doesn't seem to apply on social media, where Australians are just frankly calling him a liar or her a fantasist or the other way around. Is that a little incongruous? People have seriously formed an opinion at this stage. During the criminal trial, people weren't as firm about what they thought had happened. And I think that probably has partly to do with the fact that Bruce Lerman obviously didn't take to the witness box in the criminal trial. Whereas now when you've so clearly set out one version of events against another version of events. Everyone is so up to date with exactly what is happening in this case. You end up in a position where people form really strong opinions about what they believe has happened. Stephen Wybrow's cross-examination is still turning up new information. There are two things that are going to come up and have been the subject of submissions from both the plaintiff and the defence in this case. The first one is a line of questioning that Steve Wybrow would like to grill Brittany Higgins on about the speech she gave outside the ACT Supreme Court after the criminal trial was aborted. Many of you in the media have been called out for labelling the last few weeks the Higgins trial, but I don't blame you because it's very clear who has been on trial. This is the reality of how complainants and sexual assault cases are treated. And he wants to question her about that speech and sort of the events that came after that. Now, Network 10's barrister, Matthew Collins, and Lisa Wilkinson's barrister, Sue Crescent, who have issued submissions opposing that, saying that it's not relevant what happened in this speech that she gave at the ACT Supreme Court. The other thing that is going to be subject for discussion on Tuesday is a 15-minute phone call that nobody has heard yet, it did not come up in the criminal trial, between Brittany Higgins and Liberal Senator Michaelia Cash. This goes to the heart of the alleged political cover-up. Brittany Higgins has said Michaelia Cash found out about the rape claim in October 2019, after being told about it by another minister, Linda Reynolds. Cash says she had no idea until February 2021, when the project interview aired. So it's a 
phone call recording that Brittany made secretly. And so it's up to the judge to determine whether or not it can be lawfully played in court. Ellie, this is something that Steve Wybrow wants to introduce. So you'd have to assume it's not going to help Brittany Higgins' claims or Network 10's defence. Absolutely. If it were going to help Brittany Higgins' case, then I think we could have expected that Network 10 would be the ones to introduce the recording that she had secretly made. So I imagine that it might be quite damning for Brittany Higgins and might show that Michaelia Cash did not find out about the alleged rape until after Brittany Higgins said that she did. After the break, inside the defence tactics of 10's high-flying barristers. Access a world of true crime podcasts on CrimeX Plus, where award-winning journalists take a deep dive into unsolved cases. Every week, we're waking up to a dead woman, a dead mother, sister, auntie, grandmother. It's not good enough. From the team that brought you The Teacher's Pet, Shadow of Doubt and Dying Rose, unlock early, ad-free and bonus content from brand new series and flagship shows such as I Catch Killers with Gary Jubilin. One was shot in the mouth and I thought he was dead. Another one had been shot with a shotgun and I got the overspray. Search for CrimeX Plus on Apple Podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime. There are a number of defences available to publishers and journalists in Australian defamation law. Channel 10 and Lisa Wilkinson have chosen truth and qualified privilege. The broadcaster's barrister, Dr Matthew Collins KC, is making the case 10 was justified in publishing the project interview because the allegations made by Brittany Higgins are true. That means Collins has to prove Lehrman raped Higgins in Parliament House in 2019. Because this is a civil case, the burden of proof is different. So in a criminal matter, you have to convince a judge or a jury that it is beyond reasonable doubt that the offence occurred. In a civil matter, the standard of proof is on the balance of probabilities. And so what's happening at the moment is that Network 10 are trying to prove that on the balance of probabilities, Bruce Lerman raped Brittany Higgins. Remember, Bruce Lerman denies there was any sexual contact at all. So this isn't a matter of consent. The judge has to balance her claim it was rape and his claim, absolutely nothing happened. After Stephen Wybrow's cross-examination of Brittany Higgins is complete, Dr Collins will call witnesses who'll give evidence about their interactions with her in the days and weeks after the alleged assault. Courts love contemporaneous evidence. That is, a record of something happening at the time, where someone makes a note or sends a message or tells someone in real time. It's powerful evidence because it gives you a picture of what people thought close to the events, rather than trying to rely on memory. Collins will call parliamentary staff, security guards, colleagues, friends and Higgins' parents. People who can speak to the events of the night that the rape allegedly occurred and the days afterwards, who can give evidence as far as piecing together whether or not this rape occurred. The other part of the defence is qualified privilege. That means 10 will attempt to show it made every reasonable effort to establish the truth of the claim and gave all parties the chance to respond. 
So that's where we see people like Lisa Wilkinson take the witness box. The project producer, Angus Llewellyn, whose name has been thrown around quite a bit, he was the producer who attempted to contact Bruce Lerman prior to the project interview airing. We'll also hear from a range of other Channel 10 journalists speaking to the fact that they think that it was reasonable for them to publish this story. Ellie Dudley is The Australian's legal affairs correspondent. You can follow our live coverage of the trial at theaustralian.com.au. My name is Manny Karoudis and I'm a former New South Wales policeman turned investigative reporter with a passion for missing persons cases. I'm here to quickly tell you about our True Crime Australia podcast, The Missing. In this series, I look at old missing persons cases which have all gone cold in an attempt to try and uncover new information which could help see these missing people reunited with their loved ones or any form of clue that could bring these families closure. The Missing is available now wherever you get your podcasts and early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts.